Iran's foreign minister has called on the U.S. to comply with its obligations under the 2015 nuclear deal before asking Iran to do so. In a tweet, Mohammad Javad Zarif said that Washington withdrew from the international court back in 2018 and punished countries which were complying with the U.N. resolution which endorsed the deal. He added that President Joe Biden's administration is still on the same page but keeps talking about Iran's compliance with the nuclear accord. As our comments come amid a standoff between Tehran and Washington, with each asking the other to act first to salvage the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action. Joining us now for this news review is Tony Gosling, investigative journalist, joining us from Bristol, and E. Michael Jones, editor at Culture Wars uh, online magazine uh, from South Bend. Oregon. Gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you both to the program. Um, Mr. Michael Jones, I'm going to start with you. Your thoughts on this impasse we're seeing with respect to uh, the, the JCPOA between Washington and Tehran. Well, I think we have to understand that uh, the, the goal has always been to destroy Iran one way or the other. And I think the Democrats had an idea that if over the long haul, we could simply uh, subvert the entire country with things like the color revolution of 2009, the failed color revolution of 2009. Uh, and uh, if they could gain time and they could gain access, I think they felt that they could bring about the fall of the revolutionary government. Now, what has happened here is we have four years now of a man who came uh, to power, Donald Trump, uh, by telling us he was going to withdraw from the Middle East uh, never really accomplished that. And in, 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 in uh, uh, a contradiction to that policy, uh, which was the America First policy, he tightened the screws on Iran and overturned the JCPOA. So the question is, what has happened in this four years? What has happened to the Democrats? And it seems to me it should be obvious that when Biden got in, he should overthrow uh, Trump's all of Trump's policies. But apparently there's hesitation now. So uh, whether the Democrats have now gone over to the hard line, the Likudnik hard line, uh, is something that uh, we have to anticipate here. Maybe this is the change that's taken place over these four years. Thank you. And Tony, I'd like to welcome you to the program, bud. Uh, Tony, your thoughts on the prospects of how the JCPOA is going to play out in the months to, to come? Well, OK, so let's not forget that Biden did promise that he was going to do everything he could to get back into the JCPOA. Now, obviously, saying that he's not going to do anything until the Iranians come back into compliance, uh, which he's now saying he's not doing everything to get back into it. I mean, he's not even really trying to get back in right now, it seems. So I think this is just the usual stuff we get from politicians, where they say one thing before an election and they say something different after an election, because I think essentially the policy from the US and almost all the Middle East, including, of course, all the areas around the Middle East and in Afghanistan and places like that, mostly Muslim countries, is on a ratchet system. It only goes in one direction. And I, say, I can say that the similar sort of thing is going on here in the UK with any professionals or in almost any, in any um, area, including education, journalism, that are pro- Palestinian find themselves, and by the way, of course, in politics, in political parties, find themselves bullied and harassed and harangued, either by the media or by legal means, as I have done and others have done, 
uh, it, it, to, to, to and, and, and sacked and taken out of the profession. So there's an enormously powerful lobby which is pro-US, pro-Israel, and basically a Christian Zionist um, and Jewish Zionist project. But if you're not behind that, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. So this is what I'm talking about when I talk about a ratchet. So the policy only goes in one direction because anybody that opposes it, any specific individuals, they don't have any freedom. They are just marginalized and bullied, as we saw, for example, with pro-Palestinian uh, leader of the opposition, leader of the Labour Party, Jeremy Corbyn in, in Britain. So this ratchet is only like a one way thing. And of course, in the other direction, there's lots and lots of money. In fact, almost infinite amounts. I was reading recently that it's $150 billion that's been going since the Second World War to Israel in total. Of course, we know it's around about $4 billion every year. But this is basically a funding project. The US is funding Israel as its own uh, what you might call military project in the Middle East, very much like we saw, you know, the Crusades back in the Middle Ages. And without that money coming in, Israel can't be there and can't be putting pressure on Iran. And, and actually what I think is, is, is attempting to cause a religious war in the Middle East. Now, whether they will actually manage it, hopefully the world will wake up before any such war happens. But this is, I'm afraid, where we are. It's a ratchet. It's only in one direction. And it's all towards conflict between Israel and Iran, which is a, a terrible thing since we've seen what devastation has been caused in places like uh, Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, Libya, Syria, and all the places which are there putting pressure on the Arabs, putting pressure on Muslims uh, from the Christian Zionists, uh, mainly led by the United States and their money. Thank you, Tony. And Mr. Mr. Jones, your thoughts on Tony's um, narrative there that this is all just a pressure cooker ratchet policy for conflict between Iran and a regional adversary? Yeah, I think that uh, there's a ratchet effect. I agree with that. The only question is, how far has the ratchet effect gone now? And the question now is, is the JCPOA obsolete from the uh, point of view uh, of the United States deep state, since they're the ones who will be calling the shots for uh, uh, Biden? OK, they will come in through his earpiece. He doesn't make these decisions. They, he will get it through <laughs> his earpiece. OK, but the point here is uh, the other side of the coin is, has it become obsolete from the point of view of the Iranians? Because what has happened over this four year period of time is that the, the, it's the, the worst nightmare, according to uh, Mr. McKinder, because Trump's reckless policy uh, of Israel first has driven the Eurasian landmass into the countries of the Eurasian landmass into each other's arms. And the best example of this is the, the train showing up from Beijing. The train from Beijing just pulled into Tehran. And now we are faced with the prospect of this alliance here between Iran and China and Iran, China and Russia that may very well make the JCPOA unnecessary. These are the calculations that are going through people's minds at this point, and we are not privy to their discussions because they don't want us to know. But I think that's a relevant question. Thank you. And uh, Tony, we have about a minute left. Your final thoughts, please. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it's very important to look at the future of this uh, joint comprehensive plan of action, the Iran nuclear deal. Uh, I think Iran is taking the, the, the best policy, really, which is to do everything it can to bend over backwards to allow the United States to save face and return to the agreement. 
Now, that, what that means is not doing everything the US says, but it's moving towards that. And I think that there is an important, it's important now, where we've got this so-called new Biden administration, although, of course, it's the same deep, deep state in charge, uh, that that's what they do. Uh, and, and it gives the Americans no excuse not to get involved in this. Meanwhile, of course, we've got uh, all sorts of other problems in the world economically to do with COVID-19. And that uh, much of that, I think, has been uh, caused by the United States. If you look at the Fox News report from a couple of weeks ago, and I think we're dealing with the great provocateurs. That's who the United States are now. And the best way to deal with a bully is to do everything you can to comply. And then if they make a mistake, then make sure it costs them. All right, gentlemen, always a pleasure to have both of you on and get your respective uh, perspectives on things. Thank you both. Stay safe till we see both of you again. Tony Gosling out of Bristol and E. Michael Jones, editor at Culture Wars Online magazine, joining us out of South Bend and viewers. That's a wrap for this segment of your Press TV's News Review program. Thank you for tuning in and goodbye for now.